the dog sighed with pleasure. He must leave me be to do as I please, an impossible attribute in a man, if the last five years have taught me anything. Oh, and I must find him before I turn twenty-one, which is in less than six weeks. Anne absent-mindedly folded her hands in her lap, and the dog huffed, nosing at her entwined fingers. You might wonder why I bother at all, she continued the oddness of discussing her private affairs with a mastiff beginning to wane. Well, I've no choice. My well-meaning but misguided uncle insists I marry by my twenty-first birthday, or I shall be packed off to the country, never to be heard from again. The dog shifted and dropped his large head in her lap, eyeing her judgingly. You're right, I am being overly dramatic, Anne admitted. Thank you, I needed reminding. A log broke in the fireplace, the crack and flare of light startling her. The dog, however, paid the sound no heed, and nudged her once again. You're quite single-minded, aren't you? She resumed the slow stroke of her fingers, and the massive animal huffed with contentment. But easily pleased, if only my uncle would accept a dog as a suitable companion for his only heir, you would be the perfect suitor. A muffled laugh broke the quiet. Anne glanced quickly at the entry. The heavy oak panel door remained closed, just as she'd left it. Under her hand, the dog didn't stir or show any signs of concern. Nonetheless, she gazed once more down the length of the room. She caught a shift of movement at the edge of one of the wing-back chairs that faced away from her. As she watched with dismay, a man rose and turned to stroll toward her. Tall and lean, he moved with easy, prowling strides. Light from the candles and fire burnished coal-black hair above a handsome face, graced with strong cheekbones and a determined jawline. Ice-blue eyes, set in a frame of thick black lashes, gleamed with amusement as he watched her. Anne swallowed hard as he approached. She supposed some women would find him an excellent example of the male form— she swallowed a second time. Who was she attempting to fool? She found him the most excellent example of the male form she'd ever clapped eyes on, and he'd only been in her line of sight for mere seconds. Anne abruptly realised she was staring. She also realised that she knew the man's name. Reese Alexander Hamilton, Duke of Dorset, studied the young woman as she quickly stood. She was unusually pretty, with gold curls caught in a topknot, moss-green eyes, and a lush mouth. The pale pink gown draping her body was backlit by the fire and semi-translucent, revealing a curvaceous, compact form. A delicate gold chain encircled her throat, the lower links concealed beneath the neckline of her gown. Reese wondered what hung from the end of the chain, and instantly envied its position. He knew the exact moment she recognised him, because her eyes widened fractionally. Much to his surprise, she immediately frowned, her mouth firming. A beautiful mouth, to be sure, but still one currently conveying displeasure. He was a duke. Young ladies didn't frown at the sight of him. They gushed, they simpered, they often tittered nervously and gave him coy glances while fluttering their eyelashes— all behaviour he'd come to find annoying of late, until now. Intrigued, he halted several steps from her and bowed. 
My apologies for intruding on your solitude, he said smoothly. It would seem tis I who have intruded on your peace, your grace, she replied. Had I known you were here, I would not have entered. Ah, but then I would have missed hearing your charming conversation with Jack, he replied, unable to restrain a grin. And your look of... what exactly? Disappointment? Displeasure? None of the above, not exactly, that is. A blush coloured her cheeks, her fingers toying with the delicate links of the chain at her throat. I apologise for not revealing myself sooner, Rhys offered. Regret that he'd embarrassed her, assailing him. I should not have listened without your knowledge. She waved dismissively. I should have known better than to entrust such secrets to a mastiff. The heat faded from her face, the delicate skin once again clear and pale. Everyone knows it's a hound you need for personal matters. Reese